Hi guys, I wanted to jump on and record a quick episode about some news that's happened this week. Uh, devastating news of a young woman that was murdered in Croydon this week. Uh, a young schoolgirl, Eliane, was um, murdered by a, I'm assuming another pupil, a young boy. He was 17 years old, 17 year old boy has been arrested and she was on the school bus in the morning and came off and he used a machete. This young man used a machete on this young girl on the streets of Croydon in the UK in 2023. This is where we're at. And I've seen a lot of stuff this week in the press talking about knife crime and how knife crime is a problem. And I feel like something that's kind of being missed from this conversation that I think is really important to look at and navigate is the deep-rooted misogyny uh, that was also involved in this crime where you have a devastating story, like it's horrific what's happened. Uh, a young girl, a young beautiful girl has lost her life. She had a whole life ahead of her. And he has now also lost his life. A senseless crime, a senseless murder. Not that any murders or many murders make sense, but it's devastating. But the, um, the news came out that... Um, apparently they may have been together or not or whatever we don't know the details but he offered her flowers he offered her flowers she rejected the flowers and because she rejected his flowers he took a machete to her and took away her life and i think that's a point that's kind of being missed because when the news reports on information they're, they're quick to pick out certain things to talk about and kind of focus on. And I've seen a lot about knife crime and I'm seeing things with our government of the crackdown that needs to happen on knife crime. And if you speak to anybody that's involved in knife crime groups or, you know, uh, community support workers and what they talk about and actually how to handle this. The, my biggest fear is all this is going to be is another excuse to do more stop and searches. So all the government's going to do is just increase stop and searches on predominantly people of colour, I imagine, in London with knife crime. And we can look at America and be like, they're batshit, they're mad because they've got guns. So the guns is a problem in America. It's with their legal. They might have a gun pandemic, if that's the word you want to use. But we in the UK and in London have a knife one. And the thing is with knife crime and with people carrying knives, children carrying knives, a lot of the time it's from a place of fear. So when you listen to people talk about who have more insight on this stuff, I'm not an expert by any means at all. Sorry, I'm not an expert at all. But people talk about it and they say that the knives uh, is from a place of fear. So they're carrying it as a defense. So, so a child, a child is packing a knife in their rucksack as a defense. So it's not because they want to go out and stab somebody, but it's just it's to prevent anybody from hurting them. But the problem with that using a knife as a defense is that it escalates the situation very, very quickly. So what you'll have happen is something will kick off and very quickly, you don't know what you're doing. And the adrenaline will kick in. It can easily escalate to devastating um, consequences. And I don't think any of these kids are trained to use knives or know how to handle them properly. I'm 41 years old. I don't even know how to carve a chicken mate with a knife. I don't know what I'm doing. So the idea of mixing adrenaline, fear, youth, naivety, stupidity, heightened emotions in broad daylight with a with a crowd watching, it's it's a, it's a disaster. But this girl rejected the boy. This girl rejected him and she lost her life for it. 
And we're not seeing enough of that narrative of the misogyny in this. Because if you remember when Lee Ridley was walking down the street and got annihilated with a machete and it became very much terrorist, um, a terrorist attack and it was a terrorist attack, it was a terrorist attack. And terrorism is a word that we use so quickly um, to describe an act or an event. And it's huge, it's very weighted. But this was a hate crime. It was misogyny. And I, A, I can't help. I'm devastated for her family and her friends. But also you can't help but look at how the world or how the UK, especially in the media, is treating crimes and misogyny and how we're treating women. So when you have in the same pages this whole last week, women coming forward with allegations against Russell Brand and just seeing the social response to that, seeing that if women come forward and say, hey, somebody raped me, somebody assaulted me, they're not believed. They're called out to be liars. They're called out to be opportunists or to be making money or to be after something. That's how we're treating victims of 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 these of sexual assault. We're not taking it seriously. We certainly don't take it as seriously or, or talk about it in the same terms that we talk about terrorism. But if you speak to people in education and people in this sector, they'll tell you that one of the highest terrorist threats in the UK right now is incel culture, incel culture, which is young men that cannot get laid. So when you look at Andrew Tate and you look at Russell Brand and you look at these these hugely powerful, highly profile men that have huge access to to young minds through social media platforms, whether they themselves are guilty of criminal offences or not, what they are doing is perpetuating the narrative that victims of sexual assault should not be believed and that victims that come forward should be treated with this kind of disdain and that actually we're just showing that victims have more to lose by coming forward and saying it helped me or this happened to me because look at how we're treating it look at how we're treating it our whole our whole justice system our whole justice system and how we treat rape and sexual assault and domestic violence needs a complete overhaul turn with people that know what they're talking about to do that and i don't know why this story isn't on the front page of every newspaper it's devastating it's horrific it's two children who have both lost their lives but it's misogyny. That's terrorism. Uh, what I'm worried about is seeing the focus again on the wrong thing of like, well, we're just going to increase stop and search. We're going to we're going to clamp down on if you're found carrying a knife. That's not the solution. We need to look at why our children are scared and why the children feel the need to walk around in fear and the deep-rooted misogyny and this idea that you could own a woman or you can own a girl so you can bring in flowers. So if she says yes to you, she gets the flowers, but if she says no, she loses her life and a whole community is destroyed. For, for a 17-year-old to make a life-changing decision like that that will affect so many people, and if you listen to people or community workers, what they talk about is they talk about actually what's happened is 
we've taken away community support centers we've taken away community office offices we've taken away support centers community centers so now you've got lots of young people that disenfranchised have got nowhere to go no place to go to no place to feel safe out on the streets and that was a that was a, a government choice to do that to take away those centers they provided a service they provided somewhere for kids to go to talk to feel safe to feel heard we've saw that we've seen the stats the stats speak for themselves these things work these things is what community needs our support collectively and uh i just think that misogyny is, and it's actually should be taken as seriously and it should be it should be it should be treated with the with the weight that it deserves because we're living in a country where essentially we've decriminalized rape because less than 2% of rape uh, uh, rape um, come come through to a conviction so less than 2% end in a conviction which means you've decriminalized rape which essentially means you've legalized rape so in the united kingdom in 2023 we've legalized rape so violence against women is not treated as a criminal act there is no consequence there is no arrest there is no punishment you get away with it and people see this they watch this people learn children watch what adults are doing and they watch and they learn and if somebody is scared and insecure and naive and easily influenced they are susceptible to being easily led and doing something horrific and clamping down on knife crime or increasing stop and search is not it is not it i would love to hear from you and hear your thoughts of it and i guess i just wanted to record something on it um i think it's really sad i think it's very devastating And at what point are we going to start seeing these fractions in our society as a place that we need deep, deep healing? And actually the parallels of the news this week is showing you like by not taking misogyny seriously, by not taking sexual assault seriously, we're creating a society that's deeply, deeply problematic and it's our children that will suffer. So much love to her family. It must be devastating. It's horrible. And much love to the community. I really hope that the people that are in the know with this stuff are given a voice, are given money, are given funding and help because I feel like our communities need the help. Our kids deserve better. Thank you for listening. It's a very short episode and um, take care of yourselves. It's a scary time and it's a scary time to think about having a daughter and a son. (laughs) It's a scary time to think about having children. Um, Yeah, thank you for listening. Big love.